For Syrian youth, war only worsens economic woes that help start rebellion. The Syrian economy is disintegrating as the country's civil war remains unresolved. That has left many Syrian youth with little choice but to flee the country and find work elsewhere. Lebanon is one popular destination, but its ability to absorb Syrians is already pushing the limit. David Enders reports. At a gleaming new apartment tower near the Mediterranean Sea here in Beirut, the effects of the desperate economic situation in Syria are clear. Syria has the highest unemployment rate of any country in the region, and more than 50% of that population is under the age of 30. Many young Syrians, if they don't stay and fight on one side of the country's civil war, come here to find jobs in either the service sector or on a construction crew like this one. Abu Ali is a 30-year-old construction worker who came to Lebanon five months ago to save enough money to marry his fiancée. He shares two rented rooms with 14 other men in Mar Elias, a neighborhood that is predominantly home to Palestinian refugees, but has also become a magnet for Syrian workers. You can live day to day, but you can't save money. Any increase in salaries is followed with increases in the prices. So even before the revolution, you couldn't save money. You can't save enough to marry, to build, or to help your family. The neighborhood's narrow streets only accommodate pedestrians and motorbikes. But it is better than working in Syria, where, he says, before the war began, salaries were not high enough. Now jobs just simply aren't available. Nadim Khouri works for Human Rights Watch in Beirut. Many of the same reasons that, that were sort of the underlying cause of the uprising in Syria, you know, disenfranchised rural areas that pushed many Syrian young men to go work on the outskirts of Damascus, Aleppo, brought these same men to Lebanon. I've met some people, interestingly, who went back uh, to their communities to help at some point in the uprising. Some of them even picked up weapons. Uh, but as the uprising has gone on for too long, they've actually run out of money and they've come back to Lebanon. That vicious cycle of economic frustration can be seen in places like Raqqa, where Abu Ali is from. Raqqa is a rural area east of Syria's largest city, Aleppo. It is in the economically strapped rural regions that rebel forces first established a sustained presence. Even as the fighting has spread to Aleppo and the capital, Damascus, it is the zones within these cities that house large numbers of emigres from rural areas that provide the biggest strongholds for rebel fighters. It's a revolution from the countryside. Most of the people there are low or non-educated. Working as farmers or construction workers. And there are no unions to help them and to manage their affairs. The United Nations has now registered nearly 80,000 Syrians in Lebanon, and the number who have fled here is likely much higher, as not everyone registers. Human Rights Watch has documented a growing xenophobia toward the growing number of Syrians in Lebanon. Syrian male workers in Lebanon have often been double victims. First, they were victims of the Syrian regime's neglect for years, which pushed them into low-paying, dangerous jobs in Lebanon, in construction industry and other things. But they also were victims of hostility by many Lebanese. You know, a lot of Lebanese sympathize with the uprising, and that sympathy continues, but it hasn't translated into more sympathy for the workers. Mohammed fears such violence. 
He lives in an apartment with another group of Syrian workers who are employed at the same building site as Abu Ali. In the evening after work, Mohammed and his co-workers sit on top of their building, smoking and drinking tea, trying to keep a low profile. He says he's stopped going back to visit his family in northern Syria because it is not safe there, and that the rest of his family is planning to come to Lebanon. He says even if the government falls, he is not sure when he would return. Some of my cousins were here before the revolution, but after it began, all of them came. Maybe I would live there after the regime falls, but at least I will be able to visit. I'm not afraid, but it is dangerous there. Lebanon is safer. If I go to Syria, I might just disappear. Two months ago, the kidnapping of Lebanese citizens in Syria prompted retaliatory kidnappings of Syrians in Lebanon. Hori again. We've also seen Lebanese armed forces, the army, the, the police, you know, detaining, roughing up a number of Syrian workers. The Lebanese army rounded up uh, the migrant men in the neighborhood and decided, quote-unquote, to teach them a lesson, and they beat them up. The options for work are looking increasingly dim for Syrian college graduates, another group that has historically left the country to look for work. This is my disco. Um, Take Amr, a 25-year-old graphic designer. He's from Sweda in southwestern Syria. He came to Beirut in July and quickly found a job at a Lebanese company, creating graphics for television. He says he had long expected to leave Syria to find work or continue his education, but the violence had forced his decision. Beirut, he says, was only one possible destination. In my city, uh, almost people go, go to Venezuela or, uh, or Nigeria or the Gulf. And the, the young people, if, if they uh, continue studying to the university, finishing study, engineering or what, what, what anything, they finish the university and studying and directly traveling to, to work. Amr's sister went to Kuwait before the rebellion began last year, but when Amr decided to leave, he was unable to join her. The reason, in part, he says, is because normal relations between Kuwait and Syria have been suspended. Gulf countries like Kuwait are now siding with the Syrian rebels fighting President Bashar al-Assad, so relations are becoming more tense. More Syrians will likely leave their country in the coming months with the expectation of winter fuel shortages and a rise in inflation. But there are fears of the effects the continued influx might have on Lebanon, this small country of about 4 million. Adding to this, says Hori, even those workers who have been successful in Lebanon and managed to save some money... Now, when they've had to bring their family, they've lost everything that they had saved money for in Syria, and they're sort of stuck. A lot of them don't know what to do now. You know, they can't go back to Syria. They come from areas affected by the fighting. Lebanon it was supposed to be just a short-term experience. They never really integrated. They never had the intention, and the society never fully accepted them. Despite the sometimes difficult conditions for Syrians in Lebanon and other neighboring countries, and unless the fighting soon ends in Syria... Most of these young people who have come to Lebanon will stay in Lebanon, even as conditions deteriorate. In Lebanon, David Enders for America Abroad.